Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Text for our meditation this morning. John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Grace and peace. Love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Isn't it amazing how many times sheep are referred to in God's Word? Psalm 23, we're the sheep. God provides the shepherd. Throughout the pages of Scripture, sheep are doing this and doing that, being fattened up for the slaughter. The wool is growing so people can stay warm. Sheep wander. Sheep fall down. Sheep are sacrificed. Many times when I'm hearing a sermon about sheep, I have to be honest with you, sheep really get a bad rap. Oh, of course, they're not the brightest animal in the kingdom of God, in the animal kingdom. Sheep sometimes do silly or dumb things. It's been recorded that sheep are so curious that at times in a rainstorm, they're wondering what's hitting them on the top of the head. So they look up and occasionally drown. But for all of the things that sheep do, one thing that they're really good at, sheep follow. Pretty popular in common language now. If someone is really, really serious about following a particular political person or party, the other side calls them sheeple. Why? Because supposedly they just blindly follow. Partially true. Sheep are really good at following. The problem is, what is it that the sheep are following? A piece of paper or a leaf that's blowing across, across the pasture? Oh, what is that? I think I'll check it out. And the next thing you know, they're separated from the sheepfold. How does the shepherd get them back? He calls. He calls. And the sheep hear 
and return. Sheep sometimes, because they're sometimes overweight, being fattened up, of course, they fall down and they can't get up. They cry out for help. And a shepherd, a good one, will use the crook of his staff and put them back on their feet. Sheep sometimes get a bad rap because we only look at the negative. But my friends, today, based on God's word, we need to realize that we are all sheep. And this is nothing new. God has used these words and this terminology throughout Scripture all the way back to the very beginning. We don't often think of Adam and Eve as sheep, do we? Well, of course, they were real people. But Adam and Eve were sheep. They listened and they followed. The problem was they listened to the wrong voice. They listened to the voice of Satan. They brought sin and all of its consequences into the world. And then, because God loves his sheep, God gave them a word, a word of promise, a word of hope, a word of life. He spoke that word to his wandering sheep, Adam and Eve, he told them that one day when the time was right, he would send a Savior into the world. And Adam and Eve, sheep, listened to that voice. And they believed it. And they passed that good news, that message, that promise, that life on to their children and to their grandchildren into generations yet unborn. We don't often think of Abraham like a sheep, but he was. He was a sheep. He listened to the voice of God that called him out of the land of idolatry. He heard the voice of God. He listened, he followed, and God blessed him. But when going, the going got tough, sheep Abraham listened to the wrong voice. He listened to the voice of his reason. He was in front of Pharaoh. Abraham's life was in his hand. Oh, no! Sarah is not my wife. She's my sister. Abraham lied. He feared for his own skin. He put his wife in Pharaoh's harem and in great danger. We don't often think of King David as a sheep. No, he's the little shepherd boy. But King David was a sheep. He listened to the call of God. He heard and he believed. And God did mighty things through him, including making him king. 
But after a while, King David, Sheep David, listened to the wrong voice. He listened to the voice of his heart, of his passions, and his desires, and his lusts. And he chased after Bathsheba and murdered her husband and then lied to cover it up. My friends, you know what all of these illustrations, and we could go on and on, you know what they all have in common? Sheep follow. Sheep follow. We are all sheep and we follow. But what do we follow? At times, we follow the voice of Satan, just like Adam and Eve, rather than the clear word of God. At times, we follow the voice of our reason, thinking we have better words than God does. And we place our reason above the sure and certain word of God. At times, probably many times, we listen to the voice of our heart, our passions, our sinful lusts, and we place them over the word of God. You know what else? Adam and Eve, Abraham, David, and all of us have in common. God knows his sheep. He knew them, he knows us. And so God, in his love and mercy, like a shepherd, seeks after his wandering sheep. But he does more. He sends his son, Jesus, the good shepherd, into this world, who not only calls to wandering sheep, he makes the supreme and ultimate sacrifice. The good shepherd lays down his life for sheep who long to wander. That's us. Jesus, the good shepherd, died on a Friday we call good. He didn't do it to make a name for himself. He didn't do it to prove that he could. He did it for wandering sheep like us. And three days later, Jesus, stone cold dead, good shepherd Jesus, came back to life victorious over sin, death, and the grave, defeating our greatest enemy. My friends, today, in light of God's word, now that we've been properly catechized with regard to the fact that we are sheep, we follow, and we are prone to wander, the good news is, God, in his love and mercy, sends the good shepherd for you. For you.
for you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My friends, Laban was one of God's precious sheep. Oh, she wasn't perfect. She knew that. But she knew that the good shepherd had laid down his life for her. She knew it. She believed it. And it permeated every fiber of her being. She longed to listen to the word of God. Even when her health was not good, she would fight her way to get to church. Why? So that other people could see her? Heavens, no. So she could hear the voice of Jesus. Levon, we'll come to you. We'll visit you. We'll no, I'll be in church. And Bible study. And Wednesday night church. My friends, I don't think I have ever met anyone quite like Levon. Oh, sure. Sometimes she made Bible study a bit of an adventure. <laughs> I was wondering how I was exactly going to say that. Sometimes Levon didn't have much of a filter. And you know what? For all of the people who talk about you behind your back, for all of the people who won't be honest with you what's really going on in their life, Levon was the most honest person I've ever met. She would tell you exactly what she thought. Always. And about 99% of the time, that was really good. You never had to wonder what Levon was thinking because she would just tell you. And thank God for that raw honesty, which is far, far, far too scarce in our world today. In Bible study, Levon always sat in the front row. She didn't want to miss anything. Sometimes she would have questions based on what we were talking. Sometimes she would have a question about something that had absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about, but it popped into her head at that moment, and she was going to ask it. And we all loved Lavon because she was one of a kind. One of a kind. My friends, it was just a couple of weeks ago when I saw Lavon in the hospital, and we were all pretty sure that she wasn't going to get back home, she wasn't going to get to church. 
and that her next stop would be heaven. What was Levon concerned about? She had some specific family members that she wanted me to pray for. She wondered if maybe once in a while the choir could sing down low instead of up in the balcony because she wanted to sing in the choir again. She didn't want me to get too far in the book of Romans in our Romans Bible study because she felt bad she had missed out on the last couple of weeks. No care or concern for her own physical health, but a care and concern for you, for right worship for hearing the Word of God. I've been LaVon's pastor for a long time. But I don't think I really got to know her until we went to Germany together. That was about 15 years ago or so. And LaVon and Laverne, they were a little bit nervous because there was a lot of walking involved in our 10-day tour. Levon was amazing. We had a guide, a, a self-proclaimed agnostic Jew, who was our tour guide. And he would talk and explain things as our bus would drive down the countryside or through the city. And whenever he would take a breath, Levon would have her hand raised. Always. And her questions displayed an amazing understanding and mind with regard, with regard to flora and fauna and history. Many times it would turn into a two-person discussion because she had some deep question from some book that she read or article that she had, had read and wanted more information. And we sat on the bus in amazement. Who knew that she knew so many things about so many things? And she never missed an opportunity with our guide to remind him that Jesus died for him. My friends, I could go on and on with remembrances and stories with regard to Levon. But the one that is etched in my brain the most is from Germany on our church tour. And there were many times when all of us were on the bus, except Levon and Laverne. They were still coming. It took them just a little bit longer to walk. And there you would see Laverne and Levon holding hands, walking together.
for 67 years, Laverne and Levon have held hands and walked together. As amazing as that legacy is, and it is amazing, as amazing as that legacy is, Levon's legacy is far greater. She was one of Jesus' precious lambs. She knew the Good Shepherd. And she listened to his voice. Sheep follow. Lavon was an awesome sheep because she knew what to follow. Jesus and his word. My friends, fellow sheep, may we hear and follow that same voice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, our ears, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.